Right, amen. Good morning. Good morning. Want to welcome everybody to the Vision Church. My name is Deacon Robbins, and I'll be the host this morning. We're getting ready to get things kicked off here in just a moment. Our praise team will lead us in worship. The lyrics should be on the screen. Feel free to worship however you feel comfortable. Shortly after, our pastor will be up to lead us in a great word. All in all, we'll be here for about an hour, hour and a half or so. We want to thank you if you're joining us online or if you're on the way listening to us. We want to thank you for being a part of this service this morning. And we want to take this time now to just have a moment of release to remove anything that may be distracting us from worshiping God this morning. Amen. So please bow with me in prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for just your presence in each and every one of our lives, Father God. We ask now that you forgive us of our sins, Father God. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness right now, Father God. Remove anything that may distract us this morning. Anything we may be harboring in our minds, in our hearts, anything that's around us right now, Father God, that can hinder us from receiving the word that you have. We ask that you remove those distractions right now. We pray for those that are watching us online. We pray for those that are in this place right now. We pray for those that are on their way. We pray that you give them safe traveling grace, Father God. Fill us all afresh with your Holy Spirit this morning and fill this place so that we can receive something and carry it forward to someone else. We thank you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise on this morning. How many of y'all are excited to worship the Lord? We're going to go into this song that says, Great Jehovah. Let's worship. Let's worship. You are God and you're in control Seated high, you are Lord of all Great I am Sovereign ruler, Lion of Judah, you are God. You are God, and you're in control. Seated high, Seated you, high. Are Lord of all. you are Lord of all. Great I am, Great I am. Sovereign ruler, Lion of Judah, you are, you are God. Things will change, Things will change. When when we call on that name, on that name, great Jehovah, great Jehovah, change, change. When we call, when we call on that name, on that name, great Jehovah, great Jehovah, things will change, things will change. When we call, when we call on that name, on that name, great Jehovah, great Jehovah, things will change, will change. When we when we call on that name, on that name, great Jehovah, 
control. Seated high, seated high, you are Lord of all. Great I am, great I am, sovereign ruler. Lion of Judah, you are God. Things will change, things will change when we call, when we call on that name, on that name, great Jehovah. Things will, Things will change when we call, when we call on that name. On that name. Things will change when we call, on that name. Things will change when we call, on that name. Great Jehovah, you're good and we won't stop praising. Great Jehovah, you're good and we won't stop praising. Great Jehovah, great Jehovah, you're good and we won't stop praising. Great Jehovah. Great 
You got to believe that. Hallelujah. 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 He is the great Jehovah. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not going to stop right there. We're going to go into this next song that says, at the mention of his name, every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess. Hallelujah. 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 We call you Lord. We call you Adonai. You are our Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are. Oh, yes, you are. 
somebody call on Jesus. in the valley you Jesus. are. Right in morning star you are. Heart picks up. Somebody call on you. It's my mind regulator. Yes. My heart picks up. You are, you are, Lord. Somebody call on you. Have you ever been in trouble? Have you opened up your mouth? And the first name that you call on, the very first name you said was Jesus. Because something happens. When I call on the name of Jesus, oh, demons tremble. Oh, when I call on the name of Jesus, you are, you are, Lord. You are my Lord. In the time of need, I call you and I call you. You are, you are, Lord. You are my Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are Lord. The sound is so sweet. Jesus, you are Lord. Yes, you are. When you just don't know what to do, the only name you can call is Jesus. I mean, know that the name of Jesus, it has power. All you got to do is remind yourself that that name is above every name. That name can bring you through every valley. That name can change your life. Come on, let's just praise him. Let's just lift our hands and say, Jesus. And the first name that you call Just call his name. The very first name you said Jesus. was Jesus. Hallelujah. Because Jesus. something happens when I call on the name of Jesus. Oh, demons tremble. Oh, when I call on the name of Jesus. You are, you are, Lord. You are my Lord. In the time of need, I call you and I call you. You are, you are, Lord. You are my Lord. 
Jesus, you are Lord. Yes, you are. When the devil tries to rob you of your peace, you got to remind yourself that Jesus is your answer. Jesus, you are Lord. When life when things look impossible I don't know if you've been there but it looks impossible you got to remind yourself that you are not alone that you have a help that you have a person you can call on and can I tell you something the Bible declares that he knows what you're going through don't ever think that you're all alone in your situation. I'm talking to somebody here right now. You're not alone in your situation. The devil may get you to see it from a different perspective, but you got to understand this, that it's Jesus. That name, it has power. He went to Calvary's cross to prove a point. That is that he has all power, that he is the Alpha and Omega, that he had a plan all from the beginning. He had a plan, and that plan was to save our souls. Listen, the temporarily, the temporary afflictions that we're going through here on this earth does not compare to the blessings that's waiting, waiting for us on the other side of this. So don't allow your circumstance to cause you to forget that God has something greater in store for you. Come on, y'all. Jesus. Jesus. When you don't know what to do, when you don't know where to go, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, we'll have our ushers and officers to come for communion, right? Oh, officers, yeah. Get ready for communion now. Amen. Reading from First Corinthians twenty-three through thirty-nine. It's really reading about the Lord's Supper. We are acting what Jesus meant. Which reads, "For I from the Lord that which He was also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus, on the night when He was betrayed, took bread, and when He had given thanks, He broke it and said." This ear is my body, which ears for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup ears 
the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. But as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy way shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a person must examine himself. In so doing, he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For the one who eats and drinks, eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not properly recognize the body. I'm saying that at this time before we partake of Noah's stuff, we want to I'm going to ask you to take a moment and, 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 and you know your heart, visualize what's going on in your life, in your heart at this moment, Lord. You want to ask God to forgive us of those sins, Lord. Maybe we take up this bread and this cup. We join in the remembrance of God in the remembrance of Jesus. And so that our hearts will be clear and pure with him before we take of this Lord's Supper. Amen, amen, amen. From day to day, it will never, never lose. It reaches. Come on, come on and worship the Lord. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. 
I'm so glad that he hung on the cross tonight. Hallelujah. You ought to be glad this morning that he hung, bled, and died for you and me. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you, because he did it for you. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. What can wash away all, all of my sins? Nothing but the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You ought to be thankful. Hallelujah. You ought to be thankful that he hung, bled, and died on the cross for you. Hallelujah. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. What can wash away all? All of our sins, nothing but the blood. Yes, sir. You ought to tell God, thank you for saving me. Hallelujah. We could have been somewhere losing our mind, but if because of the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, you ought to be grateful and thankful, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It was grace that it was grace that keep us y'all. Hallelujah. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You brought me from a mighty long way. Hallelujah. I should have been dead and gone, but your blood covered me. How many of you are grateful this morning? Hallelujah. I ain't did everything right, but you ought to say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Because if it had not been for the blood on my side, where would, where would we be? Come on and tell the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I'm glad this morning. I'm glad this morning that it keeps me going. The blood covers me every day of my life. The blood, he covers me. You ought to be thankful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Come on and tell him thank you. Every day of your life, God is keeping us. Hallelujah. It was the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. He died one day for you and me. He hung on the cross for you and me. You ought to be thankful. Come on and tell him thankful. Come on and tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. All right. I mean, believe that the blood it will never lose its power. Aren't you thankful that the blood is still covering you? Aren't you glad that you can't wash it off? Come on, somebody. Aren't you glad that it cleanses you of all of your sins? And it is keeping you right now. Thank you, Lord, for the blood. That is what communion is supposed to do. Supposed to remind you of what Jesus did for us on Calvary's cross. Amen. Come on and give God a hand clap of praise. 
My goodness, you may be seated if you want to. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus for all that he has done. Amen. 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 I want to say good morning to everyone. Amen. And thank you so much for being part of this worship experience here at the Vision Church. Amen. Thanking God um, for his grace and his mercy. Amen. Um, thank you to all of our guests today. I want to thank you so much for visiting with us here at the Vision Church. Uh, you could have went anywhere else, but God has guided you sovereignly here uh, in his presence. Amen. So we thank God for you. We thank God for you coming and being part of this worship experience today. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord, come on, somebody who was on my side. Amen. Where would we be today? Amen. And so we're grateful. We're grateful to God. We're getting ready to uh, kick off our Holy Week. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. Resurrection Sunday is coming. Uh, for you, those of you who just come to church three times a year, that's Easter Sunday. Amen. That's, that's called Easter Sunday. For us who've been here, it's Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And we're going to have a good time too. Amen. We're going to have a good time. We're kicking off next Sunday, next Sunday at 2 p.m. We'll have one service next week, uh, next week and day uh, on, uh, on um, at 11, amen, at 11 a.m., amen. That will be the only service. We won't do our 9 o'clock service next week, so remind yourself, amen, uh, to be here for 11 o'clock, and then we will be return uh, for 2 p.m. We'll be celebrating, TB Seminary will be, will be celebrating 20 years, ah, goodness, 20 years of uh, transforming, equipping, and educating God's people, amen, 20 years the Lord has allowed us to train pastors and teachers and lay people around the country, amen, and so we are getting ready to celebrate 20 years, our alumni will be here and uh, some of our students will be here. You know, it's not a fundraiser, y'all. So we just want to celebrate. Amen. Somebody thought it was going to be a fundraiser. Amen. We don't do that here. We just we just ask. Amen. Amen. And we celebrate. Come on, y'all. 20 years. Um, I was sitting there reflecting, you know, over 20 years of, of uh, serving as the president of the seminary and founder of the seminary. And I started to think to myself, I remember when I started, I started in a little office in Sugarland. Started with one, one person. I'll never forget his name, Oliver Underwood. And he asked me to teach him how to study God's word. And I sat with him every Tuesday we would meet and I would teach him. So I figured that's when we started. Amen. And so uh, that's how we come up with 20 years. Actually, TB is older than the church. So before I started the church, that's what I was doing. I was working with pastors and teachers, and I was going around the whole city of Houston to different churches, and I was teaching their teachers and their, uh, their, their, their Sunday school departments and things like that. That's how the Lord set me on this journey. And so I'm grateful. I'll tell the story on next week. But, um, you know, just to think about what God called you to do, sometimes it's, it's unclear, you know, but obedience is the key. 
wherever you find yourself serving God, you stay there. You hear me? You stay there. And here's how you know it's of God, because you remain there. Amen. And 20 years, God, I've watched people get saved through seminary. I've watched lives change in seminary. And so I'm grateful to God to be that vessel that he uses. And we're looking forward to another 20 years. Amen. Plus, amen, to equip and, and transform, equip and to educate God's people. Amen. Um, also, right on, on that Monday, amen, so that Sunday we'll celebrate 20 years, but on April 11th, amen, through the 15th, every night at 7 p.m., we will be in revival, amen. We're here for Holy Week Revival. Uh, listen, saints, I'm telling you, um, we need to be revived. After this pandemic and after all this stuff we've been through, it's time for revival, amen. Each night we'll have a different preacher, uh, and each night we'll have an institute speaker, and we will be here from 7. We're going to try to get out of here around 8.15, no later than 8.30, okay? So I'm going to make sure that we are, we're good on time, amen? So I ask the men of the church, amen, the men, um, the leaders, and our uh, security, and our greeters, uh, and, and our greeting department, Please be on hand. Amen. I know some of you got to work during the week. I know it's difficult to get here, but please be in prayer that you can make it so that our guests can feel comfortable getting in the building. Amen. So if you can do that for me, I sure would appreciate it. Amen. And then what else we have after that? Everything after that? Oh, no. We have uh, Resurrection Sunday. Amen. On Resurrection Sunday, I will do a sunrise service. Amen. We'll do a sunrise service. Amen. Somebody's like, gosh, no, that'd be at 6 a.m. Amen. We're going to be in church at 6 a.m. in the morning. Amen. That's 6 a.m. Amen. We will do a resurrection Sunday service at 6 a.m. And then we will come back for 11. Amen. For what time? 11. Amen. So we'll do a 6 a.m. and 11. We will close out our fast. Amen. After the 6 a.m. service. And we will have breakfast, we'll have breakfast, we'll have, you know, we'll have a spread, amen. And then the kids are also doing their resurrection speeches, amen, amen. That's going to be great, amen. And listen, I want to put this out here. If there's any one of you who would like to work with kids, amen, um, listen, we're, we're, we're planning right now and we're getting our children's department regrouped, restructured, and rebuilt. So if you if you say you know what I have a I have a passion to work with kids, um, please uh, see Sister Andrea. Raise your hand there, Sister Andrea, so they can see your hands. Why don't you stand up so everybody can see you? I don't think anybody see your hands. All right, there she is. All right, so talk to her, Amen, and she will hook you up with some things that we are trying to do with our children's department, Amen. And I wasn't going to say nothing, but I'm going to say it. Amen. I heard the young people went out last night. The young adults in our church. Give them a hand, y'all. Amen. I heard, I heard y'all. Yeah, I know. I know they went out because they, oh, okay. All right. So that's what y'all doing, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So the young people in our church, let me see. The young people in our church was hanging out last night. 
And uh, they didn't come home till one o'clock this morning. So um, then they had to drink tea and all kinds of stuff to wake up. Amen. So, and coffee and all kinds of stuff. But listen, give them a hand, y'all. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Uh, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed seeing y'all together. You know why? Because the Lord gave me this burden for the young people in our church. You see, the reason we're not leaving a legacy behind is because we're not equipping the next generation. These young people and our children are the next generation. And what we're trying to do is, what we're doing is we're building, they're building wholesome relationships. Amen. You hear what I said? Christian relationships. Amen. Because listen, if you are a Christian and you don't have Christian friends, then who are you hanging with? That's the idea. The idea is that they're forging re relationships, amen, that will last for a lifetime. It's kind of like when you go to college, right? How many still got your college friends, right? Amen. Like you, those, those relationships are pretty... <laughs> Well, except for you, uh, everybody else got some college friends. Anyways, um, th those are the critical years of your life, you know. So um, what we're doing is we're building an army of young people. Amen. 18 to 35 that will forge a relationships. Amen. That they're going to help each other. They're going to pray together. They're praying together. They're they're talking, they're, they're sharing. Come on, I thought, I, I wasn't going to say that, but that makes sense, right? To say, yeah, that's right, because guess what? They could be doing a lot of other things right now, right? The world has a lot to offer, amen? Now, this is not a hip-hop group. This ain't a, you know, little fad group. This is a group of Christians. They don't even have a name yet. I love it, the fact that they don't have a name yet, Amen. We're just going to call them no name. That's it for right now. Just no name. Just young adults. That's what I call them. YA. That's it. And so um, I'm grateful to God that they, they have um, they've decided to do that. Amen. So please be in prayer for them. Amen. And then the other group that we're trying to, we're going to, we're going to put together is our, uh, is it 14, 14 to 17 year olds. Amen. We're going to, we're getting ready to try to put them together. Give them something to do. Amen. Give them something to do, y'all. So that way, as your kids are growing up in this church, they will have the full experience. I wish I had somebody. I'm saying one more time. They'll have the what? The full experience. What does that mean? Full experience means that you're doing life with other Christians. That's my thing right now. If I don't have Christian friends, then who am I hanging with? Amen. The Bible says bad company corrupts good morals. Amen. And it, it, you've heard this before. Watch the company that you keep. And so we're not asking you to be perfect. We just want you to be yourself. Amen. If you can be yourself and be Christian about it, you part of the group. Amen. And meet the, meet the age criteria. And then, and then we got our men. Give our men a hand as Arthur. Amen. Our men are looking good. Y'all did a great, y'all did it. Listen, the men, the men of this church, man, y'all are stepping up, y'all. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Marcus is not here today, but um, 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 
He did get our signs up, y'all. We got new signs in the church. My goodness. Amen. 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 It has been said a business without a sign is a sign of no business. Amen. But now the community knows that the Vision Church is here. Amen. So thank God for that. Amen. We're making progress. We're making progress. Amen. What am I forgetting, sister? Oh, yes. Baptisms. We will be doing baptisms on uh, April 24th. Amen. So if you want to be baptized, if you have not been baptized, get ready. Here we come. Amen. You're going down with the old, coming up with the new. What is baptism? It is an I, it's your ID card. It is you telling the world that I'm turning my back on you. Amen. So listen, invite your family, invite your friends on that day, for we are getting ready to baptize. Amen. Without, without any, I don't have anything else. Let's make ready to worship God with our gifts, followed by our praise dancers. They have a performance today. Amen. And then we'll get into the word of God. Let's get it. As we place in our heart to give, remember that this church is supported by tithes and offerings. And God always places on your heart what to give. Just don't grieve the Holy Spirit when it's time to give. Let us bless this offering. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to give unto you because we know that everything we have is because of you. And we only give as much as our heart cheerfully gives that God will see. We thank you for this offer. We pray, God, that it meets our needs. And we pray one day that it will be 100% tithers. And we pray, God, right now on the hearts of those people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. remember when, I remember, I remember when he saved my life. Everything before that was just a blur. I was wild, living real foul. I just want right. I 
I remember when, I remember, I remember when he changed my name. From sick to heal, from broke to bless. Now I can testify that I'll never be the same. My God is Truth is, I should be crazy. I think I'll be saved. I'm a living witness that God did. That's why I believe. I'm not ashamed to tell the world. You are the one that I can lean on. Yeah. And if you knew my past, you would swear I finished last. And I still don't understand why my God is so. First, giving honor to God, who's the head of my life. I want to thank you. If it had not been for you, Dying last year, thinking about the last tears, thinking about the last time that I called on you, and you came through. Oh, I remember when my God is amazing. I remember when, I remember, I remember when He saved my life. Everything before that was just a blur. I was wild, living real foul. I just want right. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. We're not going to stop right there. Hallelujah.
tempter came, we were distracted, the tempter came, and we fell, we were deemed to live a life that's beautiful, a life that's full, a life that's rich and plentiful, it is my goal to remind you of this principle, we're redeemed, a new one's Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Our family's blessed. Finances blessed. Our mind is spirit and our body's blessed. We were tempted and we fell. Jesus came. Now all is Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Let's get back to eat and live on top of the world. Live it 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 on top of the world.
it with your mouth. Live it on top of the world. Come on, y'all. Live it on top of the world. We in church. Let's have a good time, y'all. Live it on top of the world. 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 Come on and live on top of the world. Come on and live on top of the world. Come on and live. Live on top of the world. Do it again next week and I'll sing. Sure, you got me to dance today. Do it again next week and I'll I'll sing for (laughs) y'all. Amen. That's a good challenge right there. Amen. I got a little tune in me. Amen. My, my, my. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for that. Amen. We met our budget. We met our budget today. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God is faithful. God is faithful, y'all. Amen. And one of the things I always try to do with, with our church anyways is to be very transparent about where we are. Amen. Like I said earlier, we, we ain't begging. We passed them days. Amen. All we do is ask. And one, one, thing, one thing I want to say about this church that I've seen in 17 years, God is faithful. Amen. And even when we are faithless, God is faithful. Amen. God will send somebody and God will bless somebody to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Amen. So I just thank him, y'all. I just thank him so much. Amen. Seems like things are getting back to normal a little bit. And I want to also uh, uh, let you know that I want to thank Reverend James for Friday night prayer, prayer night. Man, thank you so much. Uh, I did a wedding on Friday. Love weddings. Love doing weddings, actually. Have a lot of fun in weddings. And uh, Sister Hunt and I acted like we were, we, we were getting married. So we did a little reconnecting after the Yeah, yeah we sure did. Amen. Kids were looking for us. We, we ain't coming home. My goodness. That's how you do it, y'all. Amen. Sure. I like when I'm like, man, imagine if I did like five weddings a month. <laughs> Shoot, I wouldn't go home. <laughs> Amen. But but it's all good. We had a fun time. Amen. Praise God. Give the give the praise dancers a hand. Oh, man. My goodness. Give the praise team a hand. Oh, they did, they're killing it. My goodness, they're killing it, amen. So we're grateful to God. Grateful, you know. I sometimes I just wish every day was Sunday, y'all. I, I, but but you know what gives you hope? Amen. The word of God. The word of God carries you through the week. Amen. If you have your Bibles, and somebody, I promise you, this message right here is for you. Um we 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 spoke about the last four weeks we dealt with the woman 
with the issue for 12 years, right? We, we dealt with that. We talked about how to deal with our issue. I could not leave that section without closing it out at the end here to, because how it started, it started with the, um, with, with the, with the official, amen, coming to Jesus, amen, a synagogue official, Jairus, coming to Jesus and, and, and sharing with him that his daughter was sick. She was 12 years old. She was in a vulnerable state and she was about to die. But as we're heading to her house, the woman with the issue who had her issue for 12 years, you think that, do you think that's coincidental? Uh, no, it's not. Um, and, and here's what happened. Jesus healed this woman. This woman was healed. So as we go into this, we want you to look at verse 35 for me. We're going to look at Jairus now as he's going to his house and what happens now. It's a lot of emotions going on here. So let's look at it. And I want to help somebody today. Amen. I got my clock on. We're going to be out of here right on time. Okay. Verse 35, it says, and while he was still speaking, this being Jesus, they came from the house of the synagogue official saying, your daughter has died. She was sick. Now she's died. Why trouble the teacher anymore? But Jesus, overhearing what was being spoken, who are you going to listen to? Said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid any longer. Only believe. Now, if you're close to somebody, I know you got your mask on. Just look to your neighbor real quick. Just look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't give up. That's what I want to talk about today. Turn to the neighbor behind you and say, neighbor, don't give up. Let's pray. Father, thank you. I ask for your blessings now upon this word. I ask that you'd forgive me of my sins, Lord. Clear my mind and heart, Lord. Use me for your glory. Allow me to speak from your sacred desk, God, the word of God. Then touch the hearts of your people now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God you may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you, ushers. Amen. We've been in this series, A New Direction. Amen. And I want to say to you this morning, don't give up. It's easy to give up when things are not turning out the way you thought it would. It is amazing because in life, you cannot take anything for granted. Your health, your mental fortitude, your physical capacity. Life can be hard. Come on, y'all. But when it gets hard, and when you see things that you assume to be impossible when you take a new direction it will always look 
difficult. Are you with me? Sometimes we take a new direction and sometimes we're forced to go in a new direction. Sometimes, amen, God has to literally get you out of your comfort zone to get you to where he wants you to be. What we have to do as we go through life's circumstances is to develop the attitude of our Lord Jesus Christ. He never gave up. When the devil tried to convince him otherwise, he didn't give up. When he tried and Jesus did get weary, he never gave up. I want to encourage you today to let you know that you ought not to give up. It is too early in the game. Oh, I wish I had somebody. For you to throw in the towel. You still got a few rounds left in you. Come on, somebody. And even though it may look the way it looks right now, maybe it looks like you're outnumbered. Maybe it looks like you're outdone. Maybe it looks like your opponent is bigger than you. Your situation is bigger than you. You still got some more left. It is going to require that you hold on just a little bit longer to God's unchanging hands. I look at this woman who had been through 12 years of torture. I look at this young girl who hadn't lived but 12 years. Lord have mercy. What can a 12-year-old really experience? Amen. Playing and developing and growing and, you know, just happy, just... You know, life for her, she had no kids. Life for the woman with the issue of blood, she had been through some stuff. Two different scenarios at two different times, but one master who can deal with both issues. Come on, help me somebody. We find in this story, as Jarius is going The Bible says in verse 22 that he fell to the feet of Jesus. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Verse 23, it says, and he implored him earnestly saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Now, she was at the point of death. She had not yet died. Now, as he's pressing his way, Can I tell you something? Jesus is on his way to you. Don't you give up. (laughs) Don't you give Satan any ground. He's on his way to see you. You see, as they're heading this way, this woman drew power out of Jesus. I told you, she touched the hem of his garment. She got his attention, and for that split moment, he turned around and asked, who touched me? Now, my question is, did that minute, did that second stop Jesus from going forward so that the girl wouldn't die? Did the father blame Jesus? 
could the father blame Jesus? Because it didn't go the way. You know, that's what we do, right? When things don't work out the way we want to. Our attitudes change, y'all, about Jesus, y'all. We start thinking things that's not real, and the enemy starts put, painting a picture of life from a position of defeat. But I stopped by to tell you, tell your neighbor it ain't over till God says it's over. And while it may seem like it's over, while death is the ultimate price that we pay, come on, somebody. Some of us have been through some situations where things died. Oh, your marriage died. Hey, come on, somebody. That job situation that you had died, that opportunity that you were trying to get, it's dead, but you're still alive. Come on, somebody. You may have lost something, but I want to encourage you not to give up. Don't give up. As long as you have breath in your body, you have to remind yourself of something. God is still in control. How many believe that God is in control? Hey, can I, can I tell you something? He's writing a new chapter in your life. Come on, somebody. He, he, he's doing something for you that you never will imagine, but he has to hold it from you because he has to prepare you so that you are ready to receive the next half of your life. Do I have anybody? The woman was healed, but now the news came. Can you imagine, can you imagine being the one bringing the news? <laughs> Amen. If you look at it with me, he says, the text says in verse 35, while he was still speaking, they came from his house saying, your daughter has died. Have you ever lost something? Have you ever experienced grief to this ex extreme? Imagine a 12-year-old daughter. Haven't really lived that long. And to embrace this news it could be devastating. But I thank God that tucked away in this passage, there's hope in the midst of grief. Are you with me? You see, I want to say this to you. Don't give up. The first thing I want to tell you is, first thing I want to tell you is this. When you get bad news. You see, the news will either be true to you and you can run with the bad news, or you can, you can hold on to your faith. Life is full of ups and downs. Listen, we've had good news and bad news. We've had good days and bad days, but news about death can cause us much pain. But you got to remember, it's not over until God says it's over. Yes, I said it again. It's not over. And while the synagogue official is getting the news. The messenger 
believe the news. But watch this. Yes, I know she's dead. But when you got one who can raise the dead, you guess what? You don't have to worry. Listen, there are people who lose their minds because they lose their jobs. Or they lose an opportunity or they lose something. Listen, that's all part of life. But I want to tell you something. Don't let the news become your news. Don't ride on the bad news. Come on, somebody. The healing of the woman with issue could have been blamed, but you got to remember it's not over until God says it's over. Don't let bad news diminish your faith. And even if there's death, never give up. You can live. You are among the living right now. There's more for you to do. God has a plan for your life, and it is not over until you live it out. Do I have anybody? So I say to you, don't give up. When you have to deal with the reality of that news. I know it's bad news, but don't be afraid of bad news. Don't avoid bad news. You with me? Sometimes we say, I don't want to hear it. But eventually you have to hear. You may not like what the doctor has to say. Oh, wish I had somebody. You, you may not like what your boss has to say. You may not like what your spouse has to say. But I encourage you. Don't give up. Are you with me? Look at the text. The text says, and, and here's the thing. When you get bad news, you got to be careful who's bringing the news. And, and, and here's the thing. Um, some bad news is believable and some are not. You got to weigh the options out. That's the thing about life. We are all going to be faced with something that we don't want to hear, something we don't want to listen to. But guess what? Don't let that stop you. Watch your text. The text says, listen to what he says. He says, why? Trouble, you see, the teacher what? Remember I told you about the power of suggestion? Some of y'all remember that? I ain't going to repeat it. But you remember I talked about the power of suggestion. Okay, good. Here's the thing. From the perspective of the messenger, Why bother to teach? I mean, your life is over. Why go to church? I mean, shoot, you. I mean, your life ain't going to get no better. Stuff is going to just get worse. So, I mean, why are you, why are you going over there? Why, why pray? You've lost your child. You've lost whatever it is. So what's the purpose of prayer? Didn't seem like your prayer worked before. Because look how it ended up. Oh, Lord Jesus. See? See, these are the tricks of the devil. You see, yeah, I get it. The messenger was just doing his job. But that messenger right there, he could have just said the daughter was dead. That's it. Leave it right there. Y'all see where I'm going with this? That's called observation. Yeah. No, but he went one step further. And so the next thing you got to be careful of is don't give up. 
when you get bad advice. Watch the source. Man, we listen to some people, man, that if we keep running with that news, we will end up just like them. You can't ask somebody who ain't never been through nothing to help you to get through something. Come on, you done had five wives and you want to tell me how to stay married. Oh, man. <laughs> you ain't never been in jail. How are you going to tell me how to make it? No, Let me get closer to you. <laughs> closer to the fire a little bit. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you an honest question? How many of you ran off on some bad advice before? Let me see. How did that work out? And you really trusted the source. And then at the end of the day, your faith took a hit. Because watch this, because it came disguised as God told me to tell you. You know, God told me to tell you, man. You know, God told me to tell you. Oh, yeah, they put, listen, they put that little tag on God, the God talk, and you're thinking you get, you're, listen, you're vulnerable, you're getting advice, but they're not telling you the truth. Man, you just could have just delivered the news and gone about your business, but you telling me to leave the teacher alone? Don't bother him anymore? Listen, you better chase Jesus. You better bother him. You better knock on his door. You better rattle his cage. You better do something. Listen, you better run after him. You better chase after him. Don't you ever stop chasing him. Because it's not over. Until he says it's final. Some of us, we give up too easily, man. Some of us, the advice that we get, listen, the internet is not your friend. Half that stuff we be watching on there is fake news. That's about the only thing I could take from Trump that was positive. Fake news. <laughs> what it is. You, you see a meme and that you make that your horoscope today. You make that your thing today. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's God. -ish. That wasn't God. You're trying to connect the dots with all kinds of different things. Get in your word. I'm going to say it one more time. Get in your word. And when you get this word right here, it will lift you up. Listen, listen, listen to me real good. The word is powerful, y'all. You see, you see, this statement, it bothers me. You know what he was suggesting? To quit. How many quitters I got in here? How many quitters I got in here? How many are ready to keep going? Come on, y'all. How many how many say I'm not gonna quit? How many say I'm gonna hold on just a little bit? Longer. Can I tell you something? God's hand doesn't change. God doesn't look you in the face and then talk about you later. God doesn't stab you in the back 
Come on, somebody. The one person you can trust with whatever you're dealing with right now is Jesus. But don't you believe the lie? He says, why do you trouble? Why are you distressing the master? In other words, he was implying that he was being a burden to Jesus. You'll never be a burden to Jesus. Listen, I go begging sometimes. I'll be like, I'll be begging like, God, please, please, please. But when you get bad advice, it'll cause you to give up. You see, you see, you see, he reported news, but he went one step further. You see, all hope is not gone when you have Jesus. Watch this. The advice that he gave was good. But watch Jesus' response. <laughs> I'm sorry, if the advice was good, Jesus would not have responded the way he did. Look how Jesus re responded. He says, do not be what? When? Ah. Okay, can you imagine being this dad? You, you heard your 12-year-old's dead. Now uh, you got a guy coming up to you talking about, man, just give up. Stop being a burden to Jesus. No, you be a burden to him. Jesus overheard. The Bible says he was overhearing. He's all hearing, huh? He's all knowing. <laughs> He's all hearing too, huh? Right? He, he, was he eavesdropping? What was he doing? He said, he said, he said, he said, he, he overheard. And look what he says. He says, do not be what? Afraid. So here, 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 here's, here's, here's what I want to tell you about. Don't give up. Don't give up when you're afraid. Can I tell somebody something here today? You're scared. You're terrified of what's to come because you don't know what's coming. But that's where your faith has to kick in. Don't base it on what you did before. See, those, those were building blocks to where God, I got 18 minutes, don't y'all worry. Those are building blocks for where God is taking you. See, because if you saw your future, then that means you would have been a psychic. And, and, and here's the thing, everything about your future has to be done by faith. And what Jesus said to, said to this to this man, to this father who was grieving, he says, do not be afraid, what? Any longer. Fear will stop you. Fear will get you to give up when you're afraid. I'm afraid to try again, Pastor. You know why? Because I tried before. I done had seven relationships. None of them worked. Every time I get into one, the same thing happens. Come on, y'all. Same stuff happens. Every time I try, it seems like I fall right back down. Every time I try something new, you see, listen, listen to me. Listen to me real good now. You cannot be afraid any longer because when you started the last one, you started in fear, not faith. That's why you keep repeating it. We keep repeating it because we're not operating strictly, purely on faith. You see, you see, you see, you see, 
here's what we do. The word here for afraid means to run and hide. To run, hide, and avoid what's hard. Lord have mercy. Watch this. I don't want to face what's hard, so what, what do I do? I give up. You won't call it giving up. But can I tell you something? You got to find the courage. And here's what you got to find the courage to do. You got to find you and I, you and I, we have to find the courage to fix our eyes on Jesus. When you don't know all that you have, when you don't know all that you have to do, you got to rely on the word of God. When you can't see your way out, you have to realize that fear is the opposite of faith and fear can stop you and fear can convince you not to try to go on to the unknown. But the unknown is where your destiny lies. And can I tell you something about God? He takes nothing and turns it into something. But do you have the faith to step out unto the unknown? Are you willing to come out of your comfort zone? Are you willing to rise again and say, God, I'm going to hold on no matter what because I know the news is bad. I know the advice I got is jacked up. I know I'm fearful, but, but see, the last thing you got to get right here, and I'm about to sit down. He says, why? He said, do not be afraid any longer. Only what? Believe. I'm, this last point is going to help somebody right here. Give me the last point. When it's hard to believe. And some of you, boy, it's so hard for you. I talk to you till you're blue in the eyes, and you still don't believe. I, I, I ain't got no more motivational words for you. I just... You, no, seriously, like, like if you don't believe, I can't help you. Your, your faith starts with you believe. Sometimes it's hard to believe what you're going through, but then sometimes it's hard for you to believe the solution is so simple. The devil wants you to overcomplicate things. I got to go through 19 steps and 124 uh, backflips to get to it. No, it's faith. It's not complicated, y'all. But the question I have for you is this. Do you believe? He's, look what Jesus says. He didn't just say believe. He says only. Now in the Greek, that only is like a only believe. It, it's, it's just like that. Like it sounds so simple. And for Jesus, what he's saying, it is simple. Stop overcomplicating your deliverance. Stop overcomplicating your freedom. Stop overcomplicating. Just believe. And if I only, be listen, it didn't say believe, add something to it, believe. Your belief has to stand on its own. Get off of mama's. You got to get your own. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? It's time for you to get your own faith. 
It's time for you to start standing on your own two feet. Stop expecting people to do something for you that watches that you're not even willing watches to try. He said, believe. Now listen, your mother and your father's faith was designed for something to bring you to where you are now. Now, it's your turn. Tell your neighbor, it's my turn. When is it hard to believe when life is hard? How do you grow in faith when life is hard? How do you rise to the next level when life is hard? How do you grow in your faith when stuff is looking terrible? The way up in the kingdom is down. You start from bottom up. Not top. You know. Watch this, watch this, watch this. When life hits you with things that are bad, you got to remember it proves and it reveals what you really believe. Remember I said about Job's wife? Let's use Job's wife as an illustration. Job's wife, who enjoyed the finer things in life. She had maids. She had a mansion. She had all the material things that you can imagine a woman can have. But when her husband got down, what it revealed was what her belief was. She says to him, not out, of, not out of concern, I don't know if she was wanting him to just put an end to it, but see, she thought it was over. Y'all ain't tried him. Now, God is a God of another chance, you know, because she did kind of uh, live and gave him some more children later. All right? But, but watch, this, watch this, watch this. Her belief was this. When things are good, God is good. When things are bad, give up and die. Because God ain't good no more. And why did I say that? Because you got you to read scripture, but you got to pay attention. When Job addressed his wife, he's a smart man too. He loved her too, boy. Sometimes your wife can say some stuff to you, man. You'd be like, man. Brother Campbell, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wives can say some stuff to you, man, have you thinking to yourself. Did I marry her? Yeah, that's the woman I married. And look, and it ain't like what she's saying ain't dead on. <laughs> but Job's wife says, curse God and die. Wait a minute. Oh, she already gave up. Didn't she? Not only did she give up on Job, she had given up on God. Here's the same woman that was reaping the benefits of being blessed. It says, there was a man from the land, what does it say, Faith? There was a man from the land of what? Us. And what happened? 
He was a righteous man. He was a God-fearing man. Oh, he did all the right things. You understand what I'm saying to you? He did all the right things. He was a good man. Am I right or am I wrong? He, he kept his wit about him. He stayed faithful to God. But then in the moment of his weakness, the advice that he got from his wife was to curse God and die. See, it was hard for her to believe that God would cause so much calamity because they had become so comfortable enjoying all the blessings. There's two sides to God. But what Job knew that his wife didn't know, he was an instrument for God. God was using his life in suffering and pain to show others that it's possible not to give up. It's possible to hold on. It's possible to make it through. And that's the illustration of his life. So let me ask you a question. Where you are right now. It's tough. It gets hard. But let me ask you this. Do you still believe? Do you believe that there's a God? Do you believe that he created the heavens and the earth? Do you believe that 1,898 years ago on a hill called Calvary, that he sent his son to die for you and I so that we would have eternal life? Can I tell you something? If you still believe that, don't you give up. You know, <laughs> there's always going to be someone God is going to use to give you good advice. You know, and they will always tell you the good news of a great God. When the meteorologist predicts the weather, we act on that prediction, don't we? Basing our choices on what we've what? We act like it's going to rain before the rain comes. Until it comes, if the weather forecaster said there's a hurricane coming, you start acting like it's coming. Before you see it, you go buy up everything at Walmart. Come on, somebody. Some of y'all still got water from the last hurricane. You should donate it. <laughs> you got stuff in your freezer that's freezer burn. Because you really thought it was over. Come on, somebody. See, we act like you've seen the hurricane, but the hurricane didn't happen. All that is based on not what you've seen, but it's based on what you've heard. And that is what faith is. Faith is acting like you've seen it before you see it, until you see it. 
and then you got to believe it. So I encourage you today. Don't give up. Give God a hand clap of praise. Listen, I was going to run over this passage. I was just going to go on to the next one. But it wouldn't leave me alone. God would not leave me alone. And that's how I know that there's a real God. Because when I'm going through some real stuff, I can come in his real church with real people. Amen. I ain't going to say what the herd told me not to say. With some real people who's going through some real problems. We ain't got to fake it. Even though we got our mask on. And I know we could deal with it through the word of God. You're here today and you need prayer. I'd like to pray for you this morning. That if you're going through, if you've been there, I'll never forget hitting rock bottom in life, man. But I didn't have a God I could call on. I wasn't calling on the right God. I was calling on the wrong God. I thank God that he keeps me remembering and even the feeling of what it's like to be away from him. So today, if you need prayer, Pastor, I need prayer this morning. I'm at my wit's end. Amen. I allowed that bad news to shake me. Or to shape me. Amen. I almost gave up. I was right at the end of my rope. Come on, somebody. And you need prayer. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Maybe you're struggling with your beliefs right now. Maybe you're struggling with life and whatever circumstance you're facing. But today, today, today. Today, the God we serve is not over. It ain't over for you. I don't believe it's over for you because we serve a good God, a great God. You come today. If you're here today and you, you are a believer, but possibly you've fallen away from the Lord and you, you say you have a relationship with him, but part of that relationship is being in church and serving and being in a, in a place where you can uh, really grow and develop. And, and, and you're saying, pastor, I feel that way, but maybe your connection with God has been broken and you want to be restored. Pastor, I am a believer, but I want to be restored. I know Jesus, but like, you know, I messed up a little bit. I try, you know what, you know, it's crazy. You'll try to give up. God won't let you give up. It's crazy that little, the Holy Spirit would be like, nah, not yet. And if you want to be restored, I want to pray for you today. If you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart today, and this is your first day hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ, you can come today and accept Jesus into your heart. If you're here today and you're without a church home or needing a church home or moving church homes or whatever the case may be, and you are looking for a place to be, you can come today and be part of this church today. Amen. The Vision Church is always available for you. Amen. And then if you just need prayer, pray for me, Pastor. Pray for me. 
I need prayer.
Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for the restoration, God. Thank you, Lord, and pray for Alonzo, Lord, who's got the message now that he's not going to give up, Father God. He's going to keep going, Lord. Pray for Alexis, who wants to remind herself that when it doesn't go her way, God, it doesn't mean that it's over for her, God, that you're working it out. Same prayer for Aaliyah, Father God. Thank you for what you're doing with these young people, God. Thank you, Lord, that their lives, they're building their own legacy. They're building their own faith so that when they look up one day, they will realize that you were with them all along, Father God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we pray for Crystal also who's asking for prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. Give God a hand clap of praise, y'all. What a mighty God we serve. You know, I want to say this, y'all. When you look up one day, you will realize that God was already building it for you. You understand what I'm saying? So, so what I'm saying is this journey has to be about you and God. Don't look at what the world is. The world is, they, they're going to be, they're going to look more attractive. But if you look closer, don't look at what they use to cover up cash, commodities, and all this other stuff, right? Pay attention to the heart of the person. Watch closely. You'll see how miserable they are. The world will always paint a picture for you that's going to make you envy them. That's what Satan is good at. What did he do with Jesus? He took him to the pinnacle. Why did he take him up so high? Oh, come on, somebody. Because the closer you get to it, you realize how jacked up it is. You ever meet a person, then you find out later on, like, like you're like, gosh, dog, this person got emotional issues. All kinds of problems that them brought to the table. And you thought you were getting, you were getting the best thing since sliced bread. And you realize, dang, they jacked up. See? But if you would have taken your time and waited and watched, come on, somebody, and observed, you realize, oh, okay. All right. You with me? That's how you do it. Let's stand to be dismissed. Thank you, all of our guests, again. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for visiting us. Amen. Uh, don't forget, uh, Wednesday night, Bible study. We'll be here. We're talking about fasting and praying and the power of fasting and praying. Amen. Praying for some things. I know some of you are seeking God for some things. Amen. So we're going to be praying for you to learn how to do that through fasting and prayer. All right. Let's pray together. Father, thank you again for your word. Thank you for allowing us to be here this, this morning, Lord. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the spirit of God that's in this place. Thank you for the freedom Thank you for the deliverance that we've experienced here today. Now we leave out of here with hope that everything is going to be all right. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Vision Church, win, disciple, develop. God bless you. Please follow the instructions of the ushers for dismissal, please. Thank you.